When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Okay, this is a fun exercise. Pretend you are a super A-list celebrity, like the A-est of the A-list celebrities and you get to employ one a-list superpower which one is your favorite one to employ six five one six four one one oh seven one okay to punctuate why we're asking this and what that all means um chrissy Teigen did something that i have to celebrate she went to twitter and she wrote the following It's celebrity question asking time. Ask me, your favorite A-list celebrity, anything you would like to know about being a super huge A-list celebrity. That's hilarious. I love it because you know why? She's not trying to be relatable. She's not trying to pretend like she understands us, the people, the lowly humans of the world. She recognizes her privilege and, and knows that it is not a normal life she lives. And allows people who probably have had questions all along. She's not doing the Jennifer Garner thing where Jennifer Garner is trying to be like, I'm rich and famous, but I get you people. She's like, I don't, I have a crazy life. I want to tell you about it. And the people listened. So this is a thing that I've been saying for years, which is celebrities, be celebrities, please. Now, that doesn't mean be D-bags, right? Right. Like, you know, show scorn upon us, the little people. No, just realize that you are in a very special place and and show us how fun it is to be in that special place. And the thing I think that makes Christy... Chrissy Chrissy Teigen. Teigen. I was going to say Christine Teigen (laughs) makes her special is that she wasn't always a celebrity. So there's a relatability to that, right? Right. Which is, which is what makes us love her because we all can imagine that someday celebrity will knock on our door. It won't. Um, Sorry. I didn't mean to burst uh, anyone's bubble, but we can live vicariously through her. It's kind of like watching people just like us win the lottery. Right. Right. So right. And not squander it away, but instead appreciate it. So she can look at a, at a, at her situation and be like, I know people will think this is really cool because I, at one point too, probably thought this was really cool. Right. So uh, people did, people came out and asked her questions. And by the way, our question to you is if you were the A-list of all the A-list celebrities, what would be the A-list superpower that you would employ Mm -hmm. at any given time? So for example, she says, uh, one person asked her, Ryan Bartholomew, said, what's the best perk of being a celebrity? She said, no one gives my kids nasty looks on the airplane. <laughs> if anything, they're creepily nice and it's crazy unfair because they're just as annoying as any other kid on a plane. I love that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, she was asked, do you have a million rooms in your house? Also, how many expensive dresses have you worn? <laughs> She wrote, every room is very used and occupied. I've worn a lot of expensive things, but I always have to give them back. Since the babies, I'm not sample size anymore. So I buy almost everything I wear and then resell it on the real real and donate it 
and donate oh, the smart. money to charity. That's smart. I know. Who knew? That's totally awesome. One person asked, what's the one normal thing you miss being able to do since everywhere you go, people know you? Can you guess what her thing is? She misses grocery shopping. Oh, I totally would be that way. Oh my gosh. That's the one. That is like one of the things I already employ that as though I'm some sort of A lister. That's what I love about yeah, like you, Shipped you are and Instacart. A fan of that, like, pull up. <sighs> but you're busy. You have a life and you've got people constantly vying for your attention. My trip to the grocery store is a getaway of meditative proportions. Mm. It's like my place to just tune out the world and indulge my inner. Uh, customer. Oh, God. I'm jealous of you for that because I think I would imp- appreciate the grocery shopping if I didn't feel like I needed to zip through there as fast as possible and like supermarket sweep my way through every single time. While we are waiting for people to call 651-641-1071 with their celebrity superpowers, can you tell me what your celebrity superpower would be? My celebrity superpower would be sim- very simply um, the ability to Never, ever have to pick up after myself in my home or anybody. Meaning, you know, the ability to have a person on staff to pick up to be the housekeeper. And you're usually the picker upper. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not a quicker picker upper. And it's like anything in the world. um, When there's a lot of people that are undoing the things you've done, it's hard to keep up with that. Now, I would love to say and feel free because I know you will to tweet me or email me and tell me what I'm doing wrong as a parent because my children don't pick up after themselves. Trust me, we try. It's not always easy getting people to pick up after themselves. It's not easy to do it oh, for God, adults, sure and it's certainly not easy to, to do that. it yeah. with kids. Oh, trust me, people will say something. But that would be my thing. I would have somebody on staff to just like maintain that like beautiful pottery barn look of my home. That would be my superpower. What would be yours? Um, very simply to interact and communicate with all the celebrities, meaning getting to, uh, you know, like this is the thing that I would think was fun having some celebrity Uh if it got me entree to connect with celebrities above my pay grade celebrity wise so for example like do i get to meet the queen i'm cashing in on that Mm -hmm. do i get to meet the president i'm cashing in on that i mean depending on the president do i want to meet them i don't know maybe i do if i do i'm cashing in on that right is there uh you know a musician do i want to meet madonna do I get to do that? Where do I cash in do, on that? Does your partner want to meet Madonna? Yes. You can hook that up. I would be cashing in on other celebrity because that's the kind of stuff we're getting to go places that no one else can go. Mm-hmm. Like, can I get a tour of the White House that no one else can get? Can I get a tour of... Can you sleep in the White House? I, I mean, mean, that's... I mean, yes. go big or go that's home. the kind of stuff that I want. Now, speaking of what you just said, Bradley, uh, about the ability to interact with other celebrities... Yes. Uh, she was asked, Chrissy Teigen was asked on Twitter when she said, I'm super A-list, ask me what it's like to be A-list. She was asked, do celebrities talk to each other or is it only through assistance? Like, if you wanted to, te- to text a celebrity friend, do you do it or do their people talk to your people? And she writes, sometimes I ask a publicist for someone's info to text, but for the most part, I don't talk to many people because I don't want them to think I'm a thirsty weirdo. That's totally relatable. I just love her. But you know that part of that is bluster. Part of that is for show because I imagine there's a lot more going on behind the scenes that she just doesn't want to tell. But right. she does. Because what such- I really want to know is how do you get in touch with Kim Kardashian? Literally. Yeah. 
How do you, Chrissy Teigen, when you have something you want to talk to your buddy Kim Kardashian about, how do you go about that? Do you have your people call her people or do you like text her? Well, I would imagine like, you know, she said you've got so she has a a, an agent, right? Mm -hmm, A publicist, a publicist, Mm -hmm. somebody who is connected. Yep. And she goes, can you do you know Kim Kardashian's person? And they're like, yeah, I totally do. And you're like, "Okay, well, can you get me uh, her number? And then they go. Okay, sure. And then, hey, can we give Chrissy Teigen, Kim Kardashian? You know, it's probably kind of that. And then, you know, some celebrities, if you actually want to talk to them, they're probably just in her phone. Yeah. Sitting there waiting. So bizarre. Oh, Chrissy Teigen, thank you for allowing us into your life and making us super jealous. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... Um, in case we don't talk enough about Gwyneth Paltrow, we haven't talked about her in a while. Well, actually. now we have another reason to goop has a commercial oh, and okay. I'm going to give you the scoop on the new goop commercial scoop for the goop after this on my talk one Oh seven one. Oh, we got to talk about our favorite Gwyneth Paltrow gooper gooper. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one streaming live at my talk one Oh seven one.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And when we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, we call ourselves the Gooper Scoopers. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are gonna find you stuff that's dumb on Gooper. Gooper, Scooper, Gooper, Scooper. That's just what they do. Gooper, Scooper, Gooper, Scooper. There's always stupid stuff on Goop. What's she doing this time? Well, she made a commercial. What? For what? The G label. Uh, That's. Part of her goop situation, uh, the G label December collection um, has launched their very own goop related mm. commercial. Tell and I really want you to hear the audio of it. Okay. Um, I will try to narrate when important things happen. There's really only one important thing that will happen, but the whole thing will hang together for you if you just listen. Here we go. All right. The holidays are here. And because they never turn out the way you imagine, you must cherish the joy of getting ready. Gwyneth Paltrow walking around her beautifully First, appointed home. Put on a record to set the mood. Oh yeah. Do everything in slow motion. Make this feeling last. Someone's double fisting, and damn it, she's earned it. She just made two martinis. The holidays are work, so don't be afraid to ask for help with lighting, food, style, and hair, and hair, and hair. You get the point. Go ahead, have a laugh, even if it is just for the camera. And find your favorite look, or 11 of them. Look fabulous in each one. And get super high. In your heels, of course. New shoes. Cute. High heels. Do something for others. But don't forget about number one. She's putting a... She's grabbing a vibrator vibrator. out of her stocking. Gaze into your soul, but also stare into the abyss. That's joyful, too. And finally, a graceful exit and a night out on the town. Also, did you... Happy Holidays from G-Label. So, um, mm-hmm. in that experience, she was like, it's like Gwyneth Paltrow in her home at a fireside, mm-hmm. and um, there are a bunch of stockings hanging, mm-hmm. and she was stuffing vibrators into them, and yeah. one of them that she was holding up is her child, her Moses. Her son, Moses. Yep. Um, 
So, how do we feel right now after I mean, gross having that and experience? Weird. I'm not sure exactly what they were advertising, first of all. Well, again, I think we've talked about this before when it comes to Gwyneth Paltrow. She's trying to sell a mood, a whole mood, a whole... It's aspirational, right? Yeah. But... I mean, it, yes, because unless, I don't know, you have $795 to blow off on a jumpsuit. That's the thing that really bothers me about that entire commercial is it is all you have to be a very fortunate uh, person. I don't need to be able to live that life. I'm so confused as to how they actually make money, because while I understand that, you know, the rich keep getting richer and they've got no shortage of money, I don't feel like they really need goop or, um, you know, her advertisements to like decide where to spend their ridiculous sums of money. But you know, how do they actually make money off selling every single one of these items of clothing is no less than about $200. Oof. I mean, they're roughly in the $800 range, um, going all the way up to several thousands and going down to maybe a couple hundred for just run-of-the-mill pieces. And I assume that, like you said, to your point, it's aspirational, right? So it gives people ideas and then they can go shop at like, you know, I don't know, Macy's or something right. and find the look for a lot cheaper but how is that a bit winning business strategy like how does she actually stay afloat i don't know this is a good question because the majority of the items that she sells you know you're you're looking at essentially what was in that commercial right so on her g label website you can watch the commercial and then scroll down and look at all the items of clothing that she was wearing throughout beautiful pieces of clothing yeah, no they're very stylish but but the the price point is not realistic at all and you know this was just manufactured. I guess I don't know where it was manufactured, but I'm going to say it was manufactured somewhere for very cheap. And then right. she just slaps her label on it and hikes up the price to a ridiculous number because she can. But I'm curious, like, is that really winning? Like, all you got to do is be Gwyneth Paltrow and you can get people to spend $500 on a skirt? I can't imagine. And really, there's not very much on the Goop website that is extremely a logical or b affordable i will say having listened to gwyneth paltrow she doesn't care and she knows it too right she's like look i'm not making things for everybody yeah right making things for a very for the one percent for the one percent but then but then is the one percent buying it like how is she making money i think that's I, th- I think that's a really good question to ask. How is this bu- this business model is clearly working for her, but how? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Because what I would say is... She's, a, a, she's laundering some money. I mean, yes. <laughs> and she's going to end up dead. 
Um, no, that's just what we say. Um, the, the thing I was going to say is, um, so she's selling this idea, but if you're a woman who can afford an $800 skirt, you don't need, your aspirational is different than goop. Do you see what I'm saying? If you have the ability to buy these clothes, you don't need to be aspirational. You are already there. Your aspirations are like the, that catalog where you can buy like a hovercraft. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So then I wonder like she must, I don't know. I guess I just want to look at the actual metrics to find out who her like actual demographic is, who's buying these clothes to the point that she can keep them afloat. Or maybe to your point of laundering money, she is just able to sell enough to use this as advertising um, for you know, the other products that people use her website to sell, right? right? Like her business model is not just because the reason I say that is high end actual brands have a hard time staying afloat in this environment. Right. What makes her so special that she doesn't have the same pressures? I feel like they must be buying the space on her website basically to make her endorse them. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's just like a a gigantic endorsement on her part. Yeah. And then it's brilliant. If it's the brands and not the consumer that are paying her. I don't know. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some D-bags to tell you about celebrities behaving badly after this. Well, often there's celebrities that are behaving badly, but sometimes they're just regular people behaving badly on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, and uh, we have a name for these people behaving badly. That, D-bag. That's Present- the name. That's what we call them. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Okay, so did you hear about this runner who, in the midst of a 10K, took advantage of a live TV camera where a reporter was reporting on the 10K, and he swatted her on the buttocks? Um, I vaguely heard about this. I didn't actually watch the video, and I'm mortified that someone would think this was appropriate. As well, you should be. So this happened over the weekend. Uh, A TV reporter uh, by the name of Alex... Bozargian, and she's a woman, a female anchor for WSAV TV. Um, she was covering the Savannah Bridge Run on Saturday. Okay. It was a 10K, and as people do when they see a live TV camera, the people started acting like boobs, like just mugging for the camera, like, trying to get some extra attention. And one guy wound up and swatted the reporter in the midst of her report. On the behind. Oh, God. She tweeted the video, and uh, she said of the video, uh, she said, To the man who smacked my butt on live TV this morning, you violated, objectified, and embarrassed me. Uh, No woman should ever have to put up with this at work or anywhere. Do better. Well, so he's the D-bag. And there's an update on the D-bag. Oh, good. He has been banned from any future races as held by the organization that was holding this race oh, on good. this date. Isn't it's that a good awesome? Thing he still has his job. No kid. Well, and I think more is to be known about that. I don't. Do we know anything about him? I don't know any. I don't know anything about him. Um, I have not seen anybody identify him. However, the uh, Savannah. Um, what the Savannah Sports Council, that's who was putting on this run. Uh, they said in a statement, 
Yesterday afternoon, we identified him and shared his information with the reporter and her station. We will not tolerate behavior like this at a Savannah Sports Council event. We've made the decision to ban this individual from registering from all Savannah Sports Council-owned races. So, and I will say, you know, can we play actually the audio, Holly? Um, It's in the tweet in the first, because I think you can hear how she gets tripped up when it happens. Oh, sure. Even when you can't see it happen. So it's in that first... um, Link and then there's a tweet in there, and if you play that, you can hear how she gets. It, it didn't occur to me to play this because you can't hear the slap happening, but when you know the whole story, you can hear where she gets kind of distracted. Yeah. Whoa. Not that. Oh, you know what? Okay, that's actually like video of a video. So it happens, and she's in the middle of the report, and she turns to see what happened and you can see on her face like what just happened yeah. on live TV. Yeah, no, that would be mortifying yeah. for anyone. Yeah. And I don't know what goes through a person's head that makes you think that that's the least bit acceptable, it's especially horrible. in the year 2019. It's horrible. I mean, not that it would be appropriate anytime, but specifically yeah. after all we've been talking about. I do think some of that is, I don't know, just the things that people will do for their 15 seconds. Has he apologized? Or 15 minutes. Again, he has not been publicly identified, to my knowledge. He should publicly apologize. Yeah, you would think at this point that um, it's only a matter of time that the internet uh, does its thing and identifies who this boob is. And Mm -hmm. again, it's lucky that if he was employed, still has a job, because I would imagine it's only a matter of time before people figure that out and then they will go after his employer. Yeah. It's awful. Who's your D-bag? Um, okay, so butthole sunning has claimed its latest victim. Wow, we just went all in on that. I mean, why? <laughs> we went all in. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, the whole Whoops. story. Oh, uh, I want to tell you about... Okay, you don't want to call it B-hole, backdoor, doorbell sunning. Let's just... Hi, come on in. Perineum sunning. That's Mm -hmm. sort of the like, let's pretend that this is a thing word thing, Mm -hmm. right? Perineum sunning has claimed its latest victim. And do you... You probably maybe don't remember, unless you've read this story, who a Dave Asprey is. Mm -mm. So Dave Asprey, I know, his name is Asprey. Mm Mm-hmm. He better pray yeah, that his ass for his heals <laughs> soon. Because, first of all, what's doorbell sunning, Colleen? It's when people put where the sun don't shine toward the sun and allow the sun to shine on it. And why did anybody think this was a good idea? Do you remember? Some nut jobs uh, called Certified Health Nut and Friends believe that the um, because the sun doesn't typically touch that area uh, and the membrane in that particular area is thinner, it allows the sun to reach into your body in such a way that we should be doing this. Apparently, it they believe, the proponents of this, and by the way, they have absolutely zero scientific evidence and or anything that would back up these claims like intelligence because your back door is very thin that it absorbs more vitamin d more quickly than the rest of your body and that giving your doorbell uh, a super shot of sunlight will somehow give you the vitamin d that you need instead of taking a supplement again it's a clever way of going about it to that end why wouldn't you just open your mouth Right, right. Because 
I feel like that's kind of a thin membrane, too. Yeah. Or your eyeballs. I mean, it just does not make sense. Anyway, so you'll remember, actually, that Josh Brolin recently admitted that he did this. And he burned the heck out of his booty. Yeah, he called it his... Well, I won't tell you what he called But you know, like when you eat a lemon, mm-hmm. what do you do? You pucker? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's what he called it. Uh-huh. Anyway, he burnt that. And now Dave Asprey has burnt his doorbell. Now... If I told you that Dave Asprey was the guy behind Bullet Coffee, would you know of course. Who, who I meant? Of course. So his his Bulletproof Coffee, of course, is that keto coffee with butter and um, MCT oil and your coffee, and it's supposed to make you bulletproof or some dumb thing. I don't know. Anyway, he took a picture of himself on a beach, putting his legs up in the air and spreading his cheeks. And he says, decided to double down by earthing putting bare skin on the ground because that's also a thing. Did you know that? Where like they have this belief that if you walk around with your feet on the ground, that your body will connect with electromagnetic waves that are blocked by your shoes, typically. So he goes, in addition to that... Can you find my eyeballs? Did they roll over there? He says, (laughs) and allegedly increasing vitamin D by exposing my perineum to sunlight. Now, he actually admits that there's no science behind any of this, but he does say... That he uh, burnt that area, did get a sunburn, and it felt, quote, like eating too many jalapenos. So, if you, too, want to burn your doorbell... Just eat jalapenos. I mean, if you, want, if you want that experience, just, you know, go to a Mexican restaurant and ask for a 10. Again, I just don't understand why anybody would do this. And not think that you are getting trolled. I also want to meet the person who actually goes to their backyard, removes their pants. And shows their backyard. Yeah. Sizzler. Okay. <laughs> that was scary. That was the creepiest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Holly. Okay. Uh, keep your pants on, everybody, especially in this weather. Is, is rear end freezing a thing? No, but it's only a matter of time. Yeah, just wait, because it's going to be cryotherapy yeah for well, your no, booty i also mm-hmm. want to tell you that he does talk about how allegedly sunning your uh front door mm-hmm. that is your bits bits mm-hmm. not the piece but the bits for mm-hmm. gentlemen that actually is supposed to increase testosterone to which i would say if god wanted you yeah to sun your bulls, he would put them on your head. Right. And I would just like to say, as a human person, thank God they're not on your head. On your head. Yeah, that make hats really important. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so, you know, one of the things that we've been doing is reflecting back on the decade. And I'd like to just issue another trivia question to see how much you remember of the decade. We'll get to the answer on the other side of the break. But here's the question everybody can noodle on. What TV finale aired first? Was it one, Mad Men, two, Parks and Rec, three, 30 Rock, or four, Breaking Bad? What TV finale aired first? Mad Men, Parks and Rec, 30 Rock, or Breaking Bad? We'll get to the answer to this decade in review question after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, in answer to our decade in review question, 
on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. The question, of course, was which I can't look at the question. There we go. What TV finale aired first? Was it one, Mad Men, two, Parks and Rec, three, 30 Rock, or four, Breaking Bad? Bradley, do you have a guess? Finale. Oh, gosh. I don't know. The only one that I watched was none of these shows. I'm going to say Parks and Rec. Mm Mm-mm. Oh, what is it? It's 30 Rock. That is the series finale that that aired first of those four very popular uh, TV shows in the last decade. 30 Rock was the first finale to air. And I would love to tell you the date of that, but... We are having a technical difficulty, and I can't tell you. It's all good. All right. Uh, Well, you know, sometimes we have more D-bags than one segment can contain, and when that happens, we like to issue a D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. that we need to do an air horn for this mm. D-bag um, because this We're not is celebrating this at all. This is a pretty gross one. So, you know, sometimes you have a D-bag that's like, oh, look, Fair Abraham saying silly things. This is Cuba Gooding Jr. And I wanted us to just talk about this story because for some reason we haven't talked really that much about Cuba Gooding Jr. And the aura of scandal that surrounds him. And by that, I mean there, there are actual cases against him in a court of law and in fact we we maybe have talked a little bit about that but today the headline is that he's been accused of sexual misconduct by no less than seven more women now the only one i remember because i really do think the only one we've given even a passing mention to was the story that happened in i believe it was like a las vegas nightclub maybe or maybe it was an la nightclub uh that was caught on video but outside of that, we really haven't talked a lot about these allegations against Cuba Gooding Jr. So that's sort of alarming. Well, and the fact that they are now piling up and that we now have no less than 19 women in total who have accused him of sexual misconduct in some form or fashion as connected with uh, this latest legal case. And in fact, one uh, individual woman who is among these seven new women who've come forward alleging sexual assault against are on the part of of Cuba Gooding Jr. says that he groped and forcibly kissed her while they were at the Sundance Film Festival. That he ripped her tights and only stopped when she bit him to escape. Now that showed oh, up in gosh. court papers uh, that were filed on Monday. So he's been charged in three of these nineteen incidents. Although prosecutors hope that they can get other claims, and it's kind of like that. Harvey Weinstein story where uh, not even just Harvey Weinstein it's Harvey Weinstein it's um, Bill Cosby it's Kevin Spacey you know you've got one person who can actually get their case filed in a court of law and then you have people trying to add uh, to those cases even if it's just um, as a you know corroborating witness right Mm -hmm. maybe not to the incident but to like create a uh, a narrative, a story about a pattern of behavior, a pattern of behavior um, in this case on the part of Cuba Gooding Jr. And I just find it interesting. Now, it's not to say that people aren't reporting it because they're obviously a story, they are. Yeah, so obvious. We're telling you about it. But 
Um, I just feel like it's not getting the level of attention to detail. Well, it's odd because it doesn't rise above the full. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Old in the same way that the uh, allegations against a Harvey Weinstein or Matt Lauer or even Bill Cosby did. And I, and I don't quite know why. Maybe it's... Could it be? And I'm just, I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff against the wall right now. Yeah. Um, that because Cuba G- Gooding Jr. hasn't really been working steadily in the same way he did when he was show me the money and Jerry yeah, Maguire. That very well could um, be. That he's not, he doesn't have that same star power. But that in and of itself is frustrating and tells a story about how we are paying attention to um, these types of stories, that they are only worthy of reporting above the fold and what i mean by that is in the top 10 stories of the day yeah if it is somebody who is in our daily orbit yeah right yeah and that's why i think it's important to bring this story up because you know it has sort of been under uh, the radar on the lower end of the top 10 stories of um you know the ones even of sexual assault nature, yeah. right? Um, the other thing I wanted to say is that the thing that sets this, and this to me is just one more reason that we should be talking about it, because the other thing you could say is, well, maybe we're not talking about it because he's dealing with these issues or something, or they're being addressed. No, in fact, just like a lot of the other men that we've talked about in connection with Me Too, um, he, through his attorney, and his attorney, by the way, you may remember um, a guy by the name of Mark Heller. That's a an attorney that's come up Often in these cases. Yeah. Who did he represent? Specifically, I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm just Googling to see if I can find. Why do I want to say he was associated with Lindsay Lohan at some time? I'm actually not kidding. Anyway, it's it's possible. Um, uh, What I was going to say is that through his lawyer, he's saying in a statement that he denies all the allegations of criminal conduct, which is another hallmark of these types of high Uh, profile celebrity cases you know whether it's bill cosby whether it's harvey weinstein whether it's matt lauer you know they may say i might like to get freaky oh not add to that um r kelly i might like to get freaky but what's you know i'm paraphrasing because he doesn't actually say those words but um that is a defense a lot of people have made like just because i have sex with a lot of people or because i like to have sex that maybe sounds salacious to you does doesn't not, make me a criminal doesn't make me a criminal but again these this is 19 women who say that he has in some way um acted inappropriately with them sexually and to me if 19 women come forward and are willing to put their names on the record in a court of law that indicates that there is some smoke or there is some fire, fire where there's smoke, smoke. I just also would like to add, because you can hear the choruses of people who are saying, well, you know, people do things just for attention. And we've said this, and I feel like I will continue to bang this drum as long as I need to. I don't, I I, I truly can't imagine that many women are excited about the attention that they would get 
coming forward to talk about a sexual assault that they suffered at the hands of yeah. a celebrity would, when many people aren't going to believe them in the first place. I would like to meet the woman who has made a successful career out of wrongly accusing a man of sexual assault. Yeah. Show me that woman. Yeah. Because the women who, by all accounts, have made credible allegations against men uh, for sexual assault um, things aren't going have so had well their for lives most completely of them. ruined. Yeah. So I, I would like to see the example where that's not the case. That's a that's a story that people like to say to sort of um, argue away allegations, and that's been employed for decades. And for decades, it worked. And it wasn't until the Me Too movement or the opportunity for you know women to actually have their allegations heard that that stopped being an uh, acceptable uh, excuse or. Um, just approach in response to yeah. to those allegations. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and uh, do, do we know anything more? I mean, I, you know, we just got the news of, did you say six or seven more? Nine, seven, seven women. More. There are 19 women total. And I, I just want to say, I mean, I'd like to take the time and maybe that's sort of my own personal assignment for the next few days is combing through um, all of the news around this to understand a little bit better what the different stories are for each of those women. And oftentimes something will kind of bubble up to the top as the thing that unites their stories, the commonality between them. Um, yeah, and and most certainly you can because they, they go all the way back to 2003 and um, the story that I read for this particular moment was... Uh, or points out that it spans six states, everywhere from New York, California, Georgia, Utah, Texas, and New Mexico, from 2003 to 2011, 2016, and they're all laid out in terms of, you know, he was at a club. He told a woman and her friend, you guys are going to R. Kelly on me tonight. I'm just going to leave it like that, and you can figure it out. In December 2018, at the same bar, he told the same woman, you're going to do some things that I will not read on the radio. Mm. Very similar. Um, a dozen women previously came forward about incidents that he has not been charged in saying, do this thing that I'm not going to read to you on the air. That sounds very familiar mm-hmm. to anyone who's followed the R. Kelly story. I do want to also close the loop on this. When you asked about um, Mark, when you said Mark Heller. Mark Heller, he actually did represent Lindsay Lohan in her court case. Okay. Uh, he has a reputation. Yeah. He's an interesting person. He's. Yeah defended many celebrities uh he, there are opinions about him in the world about what kind of human he is yeah and he's the lawyer for well, again, Cuba Gooding ev- jr in this case everybody needs a lawyer but at this right. but if your only defense is that none of this happened and you have people who don't know each other reporting the same behavior right i mean really right when we come back on the colleen and bradley show do you wash your meat <laughs> Do you wash your meat? Serious question. You get all scrubby scrubby. Lots of tension around that. Do you wash your meat? We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.